Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Much love to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. Thank you so much to our super producer and producer and host, Ryan Hickey. He's holding it down for us on the boards in New York City. And much love to you, wherever you might be, all over the United States of America. This is when I get started every single weeknight, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You can always tune in on the free Odyssey app, your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 158. And everybody tuned in and locked in. On a smart speaker, all you got to do is ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. And then, boom, CBS Sports Radio, it does pop up. A couple of things. First of all, happy Valentine's Day. Now that we got that the hell up on out the way. And, uh, you know, I always, and this is not a matter of playing radio or doing radio. You know, every day I I tell you thank you, right? Most times I I tell you thank you. I say thank you for tuning into the show. Thank you for being supportive. And every now and then, jokingly, not jokingly, I say, hey, if nobody told you that uh, that they love you, just know that I love you and I appreciate you. No lie, no joke. There is no show without people, whether you love me, hate me, appreciate me, love the show, hate the show. There is no show without the people who support or feel any type of way about it. Now, having said that, we know today was supposed to be a love filled day, not just because of Valentine's Day, specifically in Kansas City. We know that today was supposed to be all about celebration. We know today was supposed to be about dynasty. We know today was supposed to be about celebrating the Kansas City Chiefs as they went through downtown Kansas City and past Union Station and just celebrate their their latest championship, which they just won on Sunday. But unfortunately, you know, something that we're all very much used to at this point in time, specifically here in the United States of America occurred again. And it is it is a shooting. I'm sure you know by now that there was a shooting post-celebration, post-parade, uh, post-formal, I guess you don't want to call it a press conference, formal uh, or post-ceremony where I guess uh, people had some beef. Folks got to shooting. Uh, unfortunately, we have one person who was killed. Uh, there are 10 to 15 people injured. Uh, As of right now, as I look via NBC, there are at least three people in critical condition. 
because shots were fired near Union Square, Union Station, I should say, in Kansas City. And it's just like, whoa, really? Again? And I get it. None of this is a shock to anybody. None of it's a shock to, to anyone. But, and, and why and how should it be, right? We've heard these, these occurrences. This, it's normal now. Like they don't even pop up on the news. They, they don't even occur. They don't even hit the consciousness. It's just, oh, again? Because we're so desensitized to it. It's less than human. It, there's no other way to say it. It's, it's just disgusting. You know, we don't know the full circumstances of, of what took place. We don't know the circumstances of the individual that has been killed. We don't know the circumstances of the people that have been hurt or in critical condition. We do know that there were uh, two individuals who were apprehended. Uh, this was reported to have happened directly in front of two police officials or police officials. And today in Kansas City to celebrate this Kansas City Chiefs championship, uh, there was reportedly 800, approximately 800,000 people uh, in attendance to celebrate. And there were reportedly via the city of Kansas City, there were approximately 800 police officers uh, who were on hand. And so whatever happened, whoever was involved, they didn't care. They didn't give not two dams about uh, a police presence. They did not care. They were less than moved. And uh, it appears that folks got to shooting. And as of right now, uh, the NBA, the NBA yeah, sports show, right? The FBI ha- has not gotten involved. They have not taken over. This is something that Kansas City, the police department, uh, that they're looking into. So this, this appears to be nothing more than two knuckleheads getting into it. I don't know, maybe at the end of the parade, just folks get into it like, like drunk people do at the end of events or, you know, angry people do when they're in a crowd. Except for in days past when you got a beef with somebody, you got to arguing with them. Maybe you threw some hands. And in the society and culture and the world that we live in, specifically here in the United States of America, forget throwing hands. You just pull out the weapon. And it's 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 terrible. You know, as I sat around putting the show together uh, this afternoon. You just go, oh, wow, I I get to get to talk about drunks, right? I get to talk about a shirtless Patrick Mahomes. I get to talk about Travis Kelsey throwing back beers. I get to talk about players laid out with bottles of Hennessy. And there's some there's some realism in that, too, that I think we need to tone it down on the parade. I'm not saying that because of today. I've been saying that for years. Just all sports in general, just the drunkenness. It's just I think we can relax a little bit, save it for, for in private. But that's what I thought I was going to have fun with. And I'm still going to try to have fun tonight. I'm going to bring you a new top six list in a couple of hours where we're going to talk about the top six dynasties that we've ever seen in the world of sports. We're going to get into LeBron James. We found out last night, early this morning, that the Golden State Warriors tried to pursue LeBron James. And LeBron James and the Lakers said, uh, no, no, thank you. We're going to hear from Shaquille O'Neal from his press conference last night and so we, we got a lot to do, but I would be remiss not to, to mention something a little bit more real, tangible. Sports is real. 
You know, my job is to stand here and talk about sports. But you know what? This is this is a part of sports. And first of all, before I'm a sports broadcaster, I'm I'm a human being. You know, I, I, I feel for people who can't go to a parade with their children because some numbskulls might pull out a weapon. Like, I understand going into a movie theater or a supermarket or a church or a club or a bar or a baseball stadium or a kindergarten classroom and having to worry about, hey, is is somebody going to, you know, pull something out? Like, that's where we're at right now. And it is just disastrous a matter of fact this is this is a disaster uh this is sam mcdowell on on social media this is via a chiefs fan uh, giving their first-hand account of of what took place you know following the parade following the ceremony when shots were fired like the security guard was like get over the damn fence right now there's a shooter we hop over i i hit my face on accident but then so I headed in there. I had no idea where he was. I, I headed in there. There's like an FBI agent, Nate Megan. She's like, all right, are you okay? Just like, we'll find your friends and everything. But then, so I just headed all the way over here. But there was like second shots in Union Station. And she's like, get out of there right now. So we had no idea. But it's just. You heard shots inside Union Station too? That, that's what I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I heard shots in Union Station. They might have been a little bit outside. I'm not sure though. What did you initially? I'm, I'm pretty sure when I stand outside, her just like, boom, boom, like real quick. And then the security guard was like, get over the barricade, get in you and say, or just like, get over here right now. Just come on, come on, let's go. And then, so we went in the, like, we went in the station. Like, we, like, I had no idea if my friends were okay. Like, it's just, it's terrible. Yeah, terrible is, is, is a word that you can go ahead and, and, and start with children's mercy hospital treating 11 children from the rally nine of these children have gunshot wounds you can't you can't make this stuff up you really can't this is uh kansas city police chief stacy graves uh, giving an update this is the last update. There's, there's scheduled to be a press conference soon. Uh, this is Police Chief Stacy Graves in Kansas City. At the conclusion of the Chief's rally today, there were shots fired on the west side of Union Station. Immediately, officers responded to the area, took two people into custody, and also immediately rendered life-sustaining aid to those victims. We're still gathering information on the number and the status of victims. But like I said, we know that one of the victims is deceased. I'm angry at what happened today. The people who came to this celebration should expect a safe environment. We had over 800 law enforcement officers, Kansas City and other agencies, at the location to keep everyone safe. Because of bad actors, which were very few, this tragedy occurred. 
Yeah, we we don't know the details. We know that there are two individuals, uh, suspects who have been uh, detained and, and what was supposed to be a great day, a fun day in, in Kansas City. This is uh, it's just another reminder of, of where we're at in the country. It's not just on, you know, politicians. It's on people in society to to say, hey, we, we want to make a change and and make a difference. And uh, yeah, out of a uh, what 300 plus million people here, what do we got? 325, 330, 340, I don't know. Uh, I guess there aren't enough of us who who, who give a damn. Um unless this comes knocking on your doorstep. And when you think about future parades and future celebrations, what what are we going to have? Uh controlled environments, I guess now, right? We're going to have to have uh, closed arenas for parades where we, we're not going to be able to roll down the street no more, folks. That that might be over. Parades might have to be, you know, I don't know, in, in, in case they have to be blocked off. It has to be like Times Square in order to get in. You got to be screened just to, quote unquote, celebrate. I don't know if we're going to see any more buses rolling through downtown in open air. And if you happen to be a a professional sports league or a franchise, you know, how the hell comfortable are you? You're rolling your $400 million player, you know, down the block when someone can just pop off. And by the way, there, there is no one life more valuable than the other. A life is a life. And unfortunately, uh, One has been lost today in Kansas City post parade. There have been two suspects who have uh, been detained. There appears to be uh, 11 children from this parade, from this rally, who have been hurt. And uh, nine of these children have gunshot wounds. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Not fun, not cool. Can't ignore what the hell is going on in life. And and please believe, these are the worst shows to do. I had to do a show when Kobe Bryant died for hours. Okay, I, I certainly don't want to sit here and, uh, and and bemoan and beat down the fact of of how terrible this is. I think we we all know, but I will certainly uh, keep you updated. I have always prided my my show and myself on being an open forum for just about everything except for ignorance. And so if you want to holler at me, it's simple. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We'll keep you updated uh, on this this disaster. That's what it is. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs parade, unfortunately, is shooting taking place uh, right after. One person dead. Uh, Two suspects detained, and it appears that there are 10 to 15 uh, who are injured. And it looks like, according to uh, CBS News right now, that there are uh, 9 to 11 of them, which happen to be children. Uh, No details. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We got a top six list coming later on in the show about some of the best dynasties. I mean, if, if we can stomach it. Maybe we'll talk more about what took place at the parade, uh, but it's a difficult thing. If you want to holler at me, you can find me everywhere at JR Sport Brief. When we come back on the other side of the break, 
We'll talk to Hickey, give you some news on something that went down with the 49ers. We'll take a look with the phone calls. It's JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Today was supposed to be a, a great day in Kansas City. And uh, unfortunately, we had a, a, a shooting post parade, post rally, post ceremony. Uh, one person is now deceased, uh, there are two suspects in custody. There are 10 to 15 people who have are noted right now of being injured. And it appears that nine, nine, nine children included in this have gunshot wounds. Uh, there's expected to be a press conference in Kansas City soon. Uh, the phone lines are open. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Before we go ahead and hit the phones, uh, you know, Hickey, it, it really stinks. You know, I, I think you and I have a, a good time kind of tossing ideas back and forth for the show. And it was just it felt like minutes, minutes before or right after kind of right in the mix of uh, of getting ready to try to finalize, you know, what was going to go down tonight. It's just like, oh, this is. This is uh, certainly unexpected, not not surprising, Um but, yeah, a l- l- little bit different of a show than, than we had uh, planned on doing tonight. Uh, just, yeah, to say the least, just a, a little bit different. Obviously, it's very sad. And, honestly, just like for how sad it is, at least for me, Jared, it's also frustrating. Just because you said before, not only is this now, unfortunately, more of a, a theme and a common occurrence than just a rarity, but it's also like when you look at what today was supposed to be for the players, the coaches, the fans – like, I know the Chiefs have won three in five years, right? And we'll see how far they go. But it's not like winning championships happens as a fan that often for any team you root for. You know, you, you may get none. You may get one. And it's just like, so these days are so rare and so far and few between that when they happen, it's supposed to be like, as fans, this is supposed to be one of the best days of your life. Your team wins a championship. You're there with them celebrating and just almost all together as a city. It's like, we accomplished this. And to have... This shooting mar that to have now this tragedy associated and now turn what was supposed to be one of the best days of everyone's life to now one of the worst and scariest days. It's it's sad and equally sad is frustrating. Yeah, very, very much so. And I mean, let's think about this. Yesterday, almost at this same exact time, 
uh, Matt Verderam joined us from, from Sports Illustrated. He was right here on the air with us this exact moment, 24 hours ago. And he was on his way to the parade with his dad. Like, what is the, the, the expectation? I mean, yeah, you, you know anytime you step outside your house, anything can happen, right? The, the, the worst can happen. It is our, our, our worst fear is to walk out of the door and not come home. It doesn't happen more often than not. And it, it happens for, for a lot of people every day. It happens to somebody. Well, there's billions of people here on planet Earth. Uh, they're, they're holding the, the latest uh, press conference uh, right now, this moment. Let's go ahead and, and get to some of your calls and then uh, give you an update as there is a, a press conference going on in Kansas City uh, right now, this minute, this second, where there is an update. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, Dan is here from Wisconsin. You're on the JR Sport Re Show on CBS. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, JR. Thanks for the call. Um, you know, I'm from Wisconsin, and I was at the last Packer party or parade when they had it. I looked around, and I thought how great this was. You know, like you say, it's once-in-a-lifetime event. There's all kinds of people, children, older people, were all there having a good time. And I noticed last year when I watched the parade in Kansas City, I thought it was getting just a little bit out of hand with the free flowing of alcohol and that. And I have nothing against it. I like to tip a few myself. But I just think I just hope this isn't the the boiling pot. When the pot boils over, is this going to be the end for everybody? And I have my thoughts and prayers go out to any of them children and people who are hurt. It's a sad day for all sports fans. So, yeah, th- thank, thank you, Dan, for calling from Wisconsin. No doubt about it. Yeah, and it's not not just sports fans. Yeah, there's there's the hard element uh, that I had mentioned last break when you think about like parades in the future. I, I-, I can remember, and so I've never been to a a championship parade. In a weird way, I've I've skirted it. I'm not one for crowds. Like, yeah, sure, I I can go into arenas and I can go into stadiums. But I, I typically, I know my way around pretty good. I don't like people breathing on my neck. I don't like to be on top of anybody. I don't like people being on top of me. I, I enjoy my, my personal space. Uh, so I guess that's why I've never been to one of these championship parades. You know, back when I was in, in, in high school, the New York Yankees were winning everything, 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 everything. And where I went to high school was only a couple of blocks away from where the New York Yankees would hold their parades. And I'd have a bunch of classmates who were just like, hey, we're, we're going to the parade. We're going right down the block to Broadway. Don't you want to come to the parade? And I'm like, for what? You know, is, is Derek Jeter writing me a check? You know, am I, am I meeting Paul O'Neill? You know, now I know, I know some of these guys. Hi, Bernie Williams. Uh, you know, is Bernie Williams giving me a guitar? You know, like, I, I didn't have any, any want in me to kind of show up at a parade you know, be pushed around by everybody, you know, be told I can't go this way. I can't go that way. You got to go this way. And here I am smashed up. Can't see anybody. I see the top of Mariano Rivera's head, I guess. And it, it never it never got to me that, oh, man, I need to go to a parade. Uh, well, I mean, unfortunately, based on what we got today, we may not necessarily see the same type of parades. We might strictly see controlled rallies i'd mentioned how new york city and Times square 
celebrates New Year's Eve. They make people show up. They make them go through a, a checkpoint. Everybody in that, that, that Times Square area, everybody gets scanned. Everybody gets checked that you don't have anything dangerous on you, that you don't have a weapon. And then you got to wait in that pit. If you haven't been screened or checked like going to the airport, you ain't getting in. And so it wouldn't surprise me if we saw more of a, a controlled uh, environment when it comes down to a future championship celebrations. That's just flat and period. 855-212-4CBS. Dave is here from Miami. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. Uh, first of all, my thoughts and prayers go out with the families. Um, this, when I first heard this today, uh, I had a pit in my stomach just like 9-11. I'm directly connected to 9-11. I had a cousin that was a police officer. And um, he passed away that day. And for me, it's like it's still painful. It still resonates. And it's going to take some time to get over to, to, to get over the initial pain. But I think moving forward, just like you said, I don't see any more parades happening. You know, it's a sad day, but, you know, it's some things we have to go without. Um, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Dave, for, for calling from Miami. And there's, a, there's an update here. Uh, as this press conference is going on via uh, CBS News, uh, there has been one person killed, and this number has gone up. One person killed, 22 people shot following the Kansas City Chiefs parade. Uh, two suspects are detained. And that is the, the, the latest update that, that I have in front of me while I'm on air with you. 855-212-4CBS. Greg is calling from Michigan. Go ahead, Greg. Hey, JR, Mr. Positive. Very, very tragic day today. Um, I love uh, Dave from Miami's uh, thoughts. Very um, articulate. Um, when it comes to guns, and I don't want to get political, um, if you have a right to your life, you have a right to defend it. A right by definition is a moral sanction to independent action. Obviously, they have no rights, these kids. They say, rumor has it, that um, it was... Uh, young people, 17, 18 years old. That's what's coming across in Michigan a little bit. And here's the thing. We need to do, you know, gun control. We have to look into it more deeply. But the problem is, my friend, is that if you and I didn't do it, we turn the other way. We just go, that's not me. We're responsible gun owners. Gun, owner, gun owners. So this is a problem that's, you know, the cat is out of the bag. We are never going to be able to put guns back into the bag because you'll get them through the black market. You'll get them through whatever means, uh, illegal means. So I've read the books. I've read the studies. But we have to do, you know, we have to just look at mental health issues, mental uh, health issues. We have to look at so many variables to get to the crux of what's happening. And, uh, J.R., very, very tragic, and you're right. It's going to change uh, the dynamics of big, open, hundreds of thousands of people getting yeah, involved. Well, we, we've, seen this, yeah. we've seen this in, 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 in many instances, and thank you, Greg, for calling from Michigan. don't matter if it's a parade. A couple of years ago, we had somebody uh, shooting at folks from a, a hotel window in Las Vegas. Um, it's disastrous. And, and people, I don't care who you are. And to me, it's not a it's it's not a political issue. Uh, can can people browbeat it for political purposes and, and, and idiots follow along? Uh, yeah, sure. Is politics involved? Yeah, sure. 
But for me, it doesn't start being a political issue. It just starts with being a, a decent ass human being and having a little bit of common sense. And that's where it's it's lost on a lot of people. You know, I, I certainly see commentaries. Uh, I, I put on put out my two cents on it. And I said, hey, you know, you, you can't go to church. You can't go to a concert. You can't uh, go to the mall. You can't go to a movie. You can't go to a parade. You can't walk into kindergarten. And, uh, you know, just a couple of the responses that I've seen, not the majority, are the chances are statistically low that you go outside and get shot. The chances are low. Uh, well, I haven't been shot. I go to all of these places. And that 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 is a poor perspective. And that's just a just unfortunately a lack of a life experience. That's just a lack of a common sense, because the fact is, it doesn't matter how many people get shot. It doesn't matter if you got shot. It doesn't matter if you don't know anybody that got shot. The fact is, one person getting shot is enough. And certainly, we don't know the full details. Uh, We don't know the circumstances of what took place today. Uh, There is still a whole lot being shared. As of right now, there's an additional update. There are three suspects who have been or are being detained. That goes up from the two suspects that that we were told uh, an hour, a couple of hours ago. And so, yeah, we don't have the details. But I'll tell you this. I don't need to know the details to know that as an overall, there is and has been a a gun issue in this country. Whether or not you want to pick it apart and say, well, it's mental health or it's guns. Is it the guns? Is it the people? How about we just got a lot of jackasses sitting around? That that happens to be a fact. And unfortunately, a lot of people play this not not for the benefit of society, but for their own benefit, for political purposes. And we got a lot of idiots who just uh, willingly go ahead and, and follow along. So I don't I don't care what a statistic says. I don't care what a number says. I don't care about the likelihood. Hey, how about this? Today on the west side of Atlanta, we had we had folks, four folks shot at a high school. This news would have been plastered all over the country years ago. It, it was not. Uh, how about a couple of blocks right down from me here at the studio in Atlanta, Georgia, on Peachtree Street? How about someone went into a doctor's office and shot somebody? Uh, you know, how about the gentleman who just called Dave in Miami? He talked about a personal connection to 9-11. I don't got to sit here and talk about mine, but I lived it. I went to school a couple of blocks away. And so, you know, what what may not hit you, wherever the hell you live, somebody's being affected. One person being affected is enough. And, you know, if there's one thing that Greg said, it's a matter of empathy. It's a matter of having a feeling and understanding how someone else might feel. And that might be a much larger issue. If people were taught empathy, if people stepped outside of the box, if people took time to know what else was going on in the world, then, then maybe, maybe we wouldn't be so much in fear that one of the first inclinations that you have to do is to uh, pull out a weapon. You know, maybe if you stepped outside, the, the thoughts in your head wouldn't ruminate that you'd have to resort to a weapon. And so, unfortunately, there's uh, a, a lot of, of harbored uh, hate. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I want to let you know there's a guy who works for the 49ers. He no longer has a job. We'll keep you updated on what's going on here. We got a top six list coming in about 90 minutes. We're going to look at some of the biggest and best dynasties in the world of sports. It's the
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Want to give you a quick update. The Kansas City Chiefs have just put out a statement. We're truly saddened by the senseless act of violence that occurred outside of Union Station at the conclusion of today's parade and rally. Our hearts go out to the victims, their families, and all of Kansas City. We are in close communication with the mayor's office as well as the Kansas City Police Department. At this time, we have confirmed that all of our players, coaches, staff, and their families are safe and accounted for. Uh, We thank the local law enforcement officers and first responders who are on scene to assist. And, yes, much love to everybody out there uh, that helped kind of take the temperature down on that situation the best that they could. Uh, Much love to all of the first responders, officers, and public service folks who listen to this show. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Right before we went to break, uh, we did hear uh, from from our newsman, Rich Ackerman, uh, that Steve Wilkes, this man, has been fired. He got the boot. He is no longer the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. And if you want to think about uh, one of the reasons why it's as simple as Kyle Shanahan letting everybody know that, hey, yeah, uh, my bad. We did good, but uh, there ain't too much of a fit. And, you know, just over the past couple of days, not only have we heard from Kyle Shanahan about what his, uh, his preferences are when it comes down to overtime, and let's just say his uh, preferences aren't all that smart, didn't pay off, he also said that he's going he's gonna to think about things and that he expects his same staff to return come next year. Well, that ain't the case. A matter of fact, let's take a listen to Kyle Shanahan, I guess, first praise the defense and say that it was good this past season. Listen to Kyle Shanahan. You know, I thought they're one of the reasons that we got this far. I thought they did a number of good things. Uh, they did a lot of good things in that game, too, um, just like our whole team. Um, our team did a bunch of good things this year, but I um, came short in the last game. Yeah. Okay. They, they were good. And then he was also asked about Steve Wilkes. Is Steve Wilkes going to return? Is he not going to be back? Listen to what Kyle Shanahan said. No, that's stuff that, I mean, we'll talk about a ton as this week goes. We'll talk about a ton in the offseason. I mean, where we want our team to be, our defense, our offense, special teams, and that's, that's a lot of conversations, a lot of film, a lot of um, personnel or salary cap um, things we got to discuss, drafts. So, no, we're just haven't even watched the game yet, to tell you the truth. Oh, okay. So that was yesterday. And we really ain't getting no answers. Well, Kyle Shanahan met with Steve Wilkes today, and Steve Wilkes got the boot. And so now the San Francisco 49ers are going to be looking for another defensive coordinator. And if you got to go back in time, because the San Francisco 49ers have had a good amount of success here over the past several years, a lot of their defensive coordinators, a lot of their DCs have picked up jobs. I mean, for instance, this dude. I don't know how much longer he's going to be in his job, but Rob Sala, Rob Sala, famed defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. This man is standing around, bald head glistening in the Bay Area sun. If it's not foggy or raining, he's running up and down the steps. Rob Sala looked like a linebacker himself. He was the 49ers defensive coordinator between 2017 and 2020. And right now he's the head coach of the New York Jets. 
nice contract, nice salary, nice to run your own organization. It just might not work out for him if things don't work out with Aaron Rodgers this upcoming season with the Jets. And then following head coach Robert Sala, D'Amico Ryans took over. The San Francisco 49ers in their defense. He ran it for 2021 and 2022. And we know D'Amico Ryans, unlike Rob Sala, he's currently being hailed out in Houston, Texas for his first year work with C.J. Stroud as they went to the playoffs. They went to the postseason and they shocked everybody by having a positive record. So Steve Wilkes is gone. He's 54 years old. A couple of seasons ago, he finished up. He was the interim head coach of the Carolina Panthers. This man didn't necessarily have a, a, a similar philosophy defensively uh, with Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan has been there for the past six years, and it appears that maybe Kyle Shanahan wants someone who's a little bit more of a, I want to say a yes man, but somebody that he can work with. And I don't necessarily want to go this far, but this is how it's going to be painted. Kyle Shanahan had to, had to fire somebody, right? You're beefing with somebody in the organization throughout the course of the year like somebody has got to go. And for the San Francisco 49ers, I wouldn't necessarily say that this past season, you know, defense was a was an issue. You know, we, we know about Bosa. We know about trades and, and bringing in additional talent. We know about Fred Warner, one of the best defenders. Unfortunately, Dre Greenlaw went out there and Blew out his Achilles. I talked about the trade of Young. Uh, Hufanga went down earlier on in the season due to injury. But if you take a look at the numbers and you take a look at the stats, San Francisco 49ers, they, they didn't give up more than 18 points a game on average this season. That's top three in the NFL. And so this leads me to believe that there's obviously some beef there. Or... And I don't think it's going to make too much of a difference. Kyle Shanahan has to look at somebody and just go, well, I, I didn't get along with him and I had a little rancor. And so we got to bring somebody else in to kind of right the ship. Hey, Hickey, what are your thoughts on letting this man go when the 49ers defense, all things considered, is one of the best in the league? I thought honestly it made a lot of sense um, because this defense, outside of the Super Bowl, with the names that they have, I did not think played up to the level that they should. Like, they should have been the most dominant shutdown defense, and especially the second half of the season, they were not that. I mean, the playoffs, we're talking about the comebacks and Brock Purdy's slow start against both the Packers and the Lions. He wasn't great in either first half, but neither was the defense. The defense was very bad for basically the entire duration of the Lions game and for three quarters against the Packers. And again, with... Like, that is a star-studded defense, and they did not play up to that level. I know they did in the, in the Super Bowl. They played a lot better, but that, to me, was more of a surprise than anything else. Um, so I'm not surprised. I do think it's the right move. It seemed weird, this defense, all season long. Um, and so I think starting fresh uh, is the right thing to do. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think when you, got, when you get to the playoffs, and, yeah, you, you take a look at the Green Bay Packers, who were, were hot as all get out. Heading into the postseason, the Detroit Lions, you can put them in the same category. And we know Mr. Dan Campbell certainly uh, does or did a lot of gambling. I think it's an I think it's an overreaction. I think there's there's I feel like this is an episode of uh, Transformers more than meets the eye. I think it's more than that. 
yeah, you would think that the, the, the 49ers would be like snuffing people out, but this is the postseason, this is the playoffs, and there's a lot of attention, naturally, that's going to Kyle Shanahan. You know, we talked about it last night where he took the approach of, oh, well, guys, uh, I, I looked at the analytics and I, I trusted my staff and, oh, yeah, why didn't we tell the, uh, the, the, the players the overtime rules? Well, we didn't do it. Uh, because I told the assistant coaches or the position coaches to do it. I, I just think there's, there's, there's more politics involved here. I, I don't want to put a whole scapegoat on it, but I, I, I think they, they were beefing. Obviously, they were beefing. Otherwise, Steve Wilkes would, would still have his job. Uh, but to your point, uh, I assume Shanahan looked at it your way and said, hey, we got snuffed out in the postseason. It's your fault that we had the fight to get here. But at the same time, you know, I've lost a little bit of confidence in Kyle Shanahan. I'm not saying that he can never win the Super Bowl. I think saying never is stupid. I I just think as an overall, the more that he talks and the more that he opens his mouth, I lose confidence in him. And so when yesterday you go, hey, you know, Steve Wilkes sticking around, he's like, oh, yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe yes, sir. And then you fire him in the morning time. And in the same damn press conference, you're talking about how, uh, you know, every game is a big game. And the notion that we we lose the big game. Well, if every game is a, is a big game, man, and why don't you give yourself the boot? Because you failed at those two. And so I, I just think Steve Wilkes is getting a raw deal here. And, yeah, it's the, the end of the season. They got punched in the mouth a couple of games in the postseason. They, they weren't bad against the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, all things considered, you, you look at the beginning, you look at the end. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan runs the offense. He, he ain't firing himself in that regard. And so Steve Wilkes is gone. Uh, 49ers are going to be looking for another defensive uh, coordinator. And I assume this is going to be somebody that Kyle Shanahan can have a little bit more say over. And unfortunately, and I, I, we talked a little bit about this last night, as the years go on, Kyle Shanahan can, quote-unquote, keep having success. You know, if the Niners keep the core together and they're winning 9, 10, 11 games for the next couple seasons, there's going to come a point in time where they go, well, you fired the defensive coordinator. you out there running the offense. Who, who's left to get rid of? They're going to look at him and say, hey, man, you got to go. Let's see how much rope Kyle Shanahan has. When you start firing people, People start looking at you when you don't have success. We'll see. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. As a matter of fact, on the other side of the break, we got a lot of inside the NFL audio release about some of those decisions made by Kyle Shanahan. He's starting to look real silly. And Tiki Barber, we mentioned this yesterday. We'll hear from Tiki. He was on his own show in New York City, WFAN. Tiki thinks the overtime rules suck, period. We'll talk about that. We got a top six list coming in about an hour. We're going to look at some of the best dynasties. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.